Good morning, afternoon or evening wherever you are in the galaxy and welcome to the book of Boba Fett recap from Star Wars Sessions. Yes, we are the place for you to get your Fett and we're always on hand with your Shand. My name is Matt Hudson, aka Jabba the Hud, and joining me as ever here in the cockpit of our replacement ship, the Fire Spray, is the greatest Star Wars man, fan and buddy out there. It's Master Blywalker Luke Bly, it's finale day, how are you sir? Oi, oi, Savaloy! Yes, it is. It is finale day, mate. It is the big match day. It's the cup final day, cup mate. Cup final, isn't and, it? And, 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 and we're here for it. We are here for it. Mate, how are you feeling this morning? Was it an early one? Did you watch it from the get-go? Almost, mate. I was. Uh, I watched it just after a half past eight-ish now, um, because I uh, had an extra few minutes in bed. But I, got, I can't lie, mate. The the last few days if i was getting really excited seeing all of the speculation the theories online the youtube videos and the awful thumbnails <laughs> i don't like youtube thumbnails oh yeah um, <laughs> which i really don't like youtube thumbnails special reaction ones um yeah. but so i've been watching those and getting hyped and sometimes that can be uh, a bad thing because it can you know get your expectations through the roof but i was just getting excited and i was just and there was always there was a nice buzz around the fandom for the most part in terms of Boba Fett at least where people were just excited mm. regardless of all the hoopla that's happened about the show and how it's been handled which I'm sure we'll get to later on but there was this nice little buzz you know it's, it's like you say it's cup final day it's like you're following your team into battle and uh, I've been excited mate I'm feeling alright I was look, really looking forward to diving into the episode today but are you okay how was your how was your hype levels going in Mate, you're, you're spot on. There has been a lot of hype, a lot of discussion, lots of bants going on on the interwebs, which is nice, right? It's yeah. nice to see that in Star Wars, you know, and a little bit of discussion on both sides of, of, of the opinion of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. And uh, actually, I think for, for the most part, there were valid points on both sides, too. And yeah, it's been spicy. It's been interesting. And to wake up this morning like, oh, mate, where am I? Do you know, I'm like, mate, what's going on? Um, yeah, I was excited, mate. I was excited. It's, I just can't believe this is now seven weeks on. Seven weeks on. We've, 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 that's it. We've done the season. We've done yeah. season one of Book of Boba Fett. And it feels, is it me or does it feel like it just come out? I don't know. It, I, 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 I almost feel the opposite. Only because there's been so no. much discussion. No, 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 from both no. sides. Like you're I get both sides. I get why people are frustrated, and I also get why people are digging this because there's been so much discussion um, that f- that has felt it's kind of dragged because of that. Having to see having to see so many opinions, or you tune into a YouTube video or a podcast, and there's always some kind of discourse going on. So it kind of feels like it's not dragged on in a bad way, but. Um, I don't know. It feels odd to be here, though, and I I never like doing the finale of our during our recaps because then it's over. <laughs> We've done it for the Mandalorian season two. Uh, the season one was absorbed into our main show, so go check them out. And we did the Bad Batch recap, and even though that was a a big old stretch, you know, even when we got to the finale, it was a bit like oh, I've quite enjoyed doing these uh, morning shifts for the sessions. But uh, hey, we'll be back again soon to do more. But um, mm. yeah. It, uh, the Wednesday uh, drop hasn't bothered me like I thought it would, and I don't mean bothered as in 
I'm going to write in a, a letter to Lucasfilm and say how annoyed I am. But mm-hmm. I always mm-hmm. quite like the Friday, like setting up the weekend. But mm. I quite like this midweek drop, though, dude, because, you know, it, it's... It feels quicker in that sense, I think, because yeah. we, we all know the weekend goes quickly anyway. So once once the weekend's out of the way, it's like right, get mon- Monday, Monday's here, Tuesday's hype day, Wednesday is game day. So um, I, I, I it's, it. it's grown on me a lot. I mm-hmm. really like Wednesday slot, and I wasn't sold on it. Part of me feels like I prefer Wednesday now, and part of me still prefers Friday too for the nostalgia. Like you said, it's it almost feels part of the weekend. But I won't lie, I I, I think Wednesday almost has more people watching it because I think more people are able to midweek um, and I don't know it's 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 that Monday morning feeling mate it's just <laughs> eased it's eased with this idea that hang on don't worry too much you know we've got we got Boba Fett coming or we got new Star Wars content yeah, coming man. on Wednesday it's only a few days away so I've liked it, mate, and this week I've liked it, especially just that feeling of this is it, guys. It's the last one. Um, mate, I suppose we should start. I, first of all, thank you to all the new listeners who have been jumping yes. on board for the recaps and the main shows. Welcome. Um, I hope you stick around and hope you enjoy the bants. I know a lot of you will anyway. So, yeah, thank you. Um, and, mate. I suppose it goes without saying this is a spoiler-filled recap. Oh, this is spoilers everywhere. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'd like to reiterate that. Thank you, everyone, for jumping on board the sessions. Falcon, new episodes every Wednesday. Be there or be square. Um, but for this one, mate, I think you're right. Next Monday is going to suck because we don't have a we don't have anything to look forward to during the week. But we've had this finale. We've had it. The season finale of The Book of Boba Fett, Chapter 7, In the Name of Honour, directed by Robert Rodriguez, Bobby Rod himself. Uh, clocking in at just under an hour, so we got what we wanted in, set yep. in terms of a longer episode. And in my head, I thought, if you just made it 10 minutes longer, you could have kind of said, oh, look, we've put two episodes in one here. But it's an hour long, mm. uh, In the Name of Honour. Disney Plus calls it the season finale. The, the Disney social media calls it the finale, so we'll see if we get a season two. I've got thoughts on that. But up top, as we do on <laughs> every single recap, we give our thoughts on what we thought about the episode before we dive in. So, Luke, the much-anticipated finale, Chapter 7. What are you thinking about it, my friend? Right, so I'm going first, yeah? I'm yeah, going boy. first, okay. All right. Okay, it was all right. Yeah. It was alright. It was alright. I there are bits there's a lot to love in this. But for me, and I'm not sure, because like you said, I, I I've not seen any other reviews or Same. or thoughts. Same. But yeah, it was for me it was it was alright. It was alright. Um and in places I think it felt disjointed. Um, I don't think the direction was always there, mm-hmm. to be honest. And I said that, and I, th- I went into that thinking that. So I'm going to say it right now. Maybe there's a bit of bias there for me because I went in thinking I'm not confident Robert Rodriguez is going to direct this like uh, mm-hmm. brilliantly. Um, and I came away from it thinking, yep, bit ropey. Probably his best one out of the Book of Boba Fett. Probably his best directed episode out of the Book of Boba Fett. Um, maybe. 
saying that i'm thinking of chapter one chapter one as is is all right but yeah um i think there's there's a lot in this episode but does it land well i'm i'm kind of looking forward to this recap like it's therapy i've watched this episode two times now matty boy again oh, i did yeah, boy yeah i've i've i was literally like as soon as it was done i was like right <laughs> quickly <laughs> restart yeah i was like use the loo go back restart subtitles on because i know matty boy you know he he watches it with the subtitles he gets loads of these details absolutely there are some cool details in this and don't get me wrong i don't want to sound like just a straight up debbie downer there is a lot that i did enjoy in this episode we're gonna get we're gonna get stuck into that mate but um i'm looking forward to expanding on my thoughts and maybe as we go through this this recap this therapy my thoughts might change slightly mm-hmm. matty boy top level thoughts honest uh, opinions what are you okay. thinking book of boba fett finale the matt hudson review go uh, right uh, did i like this episode maybe possibly I I am I'm with you. I'm actually re, I'm actually disgusted and distraught and frustrated that you took my thunder. I wanted to be the one to say, "Yeah, this was alright." No, this was a good episode, but it wasn't uh, spectacular. It didn't blow me away. I had I I have many things which I thought were cool, but I have issues with the episode, which then also tie into the wider series. But in terms of the episode, I thought it was fo- decent. I thought it was good. Um, I thought yep. it, would, it wasn't the worst episode of the season by any means. It wasn't the best, um, and I, I, I was a little bit disappointed at times during it because it felt like they had to squeeze everything into fifty minutes. It's almost like they needed—I don't know—two like other episodes to flesh out this conflict. But mm. you know, we, we didn't get that because structure. But it felt a bit like they were just cramming things in things had to happen and they had to happen now they think uh, certain sequences didn't get the time to breathe i think certain things were handled not i don't think they were handled in the best way bobby rod has done a good job directing this um episode i think in terms of the the action i got some uh unforgiven vibes i got some desperado vibes i got the western vibes that uh robert rodriguez brings from his old um desperado trilogy he knows how to shoot a Western style um, sequence. Mm, so I've got mm. no particular issue with that, but it's mm. more the fact that what they try to accomplish, given the limited time that they've given themselves, I think that was a problem, but there were cool moments in this, but I think for me, most of the cool moments do have an asterisk applied to them. But if you ask me, did I like the episode? Yeah, I did. I, I thought it was a good episode. I wanted all out war. And for the most part, we got it. But it, it felt like there was something missing for me. Maybe one or two things missing. Uh, but yeah. I, I certainly didn't dislike it. But I'm with you on the idea that, you know, it was fine. It was fine. Do you know what? I can't even lie. I was going into this thinking, I wonder what Matty Boy's going to think. <laughs> <laughs> you know, am I going to be a party pooper? I don't know. But, you know, it is kind of our job. And we're generally quite positive people, like just with a lot of things. But um, and we try to, But we try to be balanced. And got to be honest. We, we gotta be honest we have to always be honest um okay should we should we should we start from the top should we make um, it drop let's do it for, uh, the first thing i want to say i never i've stopped watching the the recaps you know the beginning of the episode um i know this one didn't wasn't really a going to be an issue because it was just going to recap the entire episode the entire season but i've stopped watching those because i find that they kind of given an indication of where the episode will go like they'll be they'll they'll 
cut back to a scene in episode two, for example, and I think, oh, well, that's going to play in this episode, so I'm not going to, mm. so I know to expect it. So I've stopped watching those. Oh, seriously? Recaps, yeah, I have. Man. Oh, I, I, I kind of like those, you know. I can't even lie. I like. Oh, the I like recaps, them, but yeah. I've no, I have noticed that they will, they will kind of di- di- point you in the direction of where the episode's going to go, and I think, oh, now, now I'm waiting for that moment well. to happen. So. End of the day, mate. Only recap you need is Star Wars Sessions recap. So you're you know. right about that, my friend. You're damn right about that. But yeah, let's start from the top. Then we start at the sanctuary, which is which was destroyed, blown up. Sorry, in Chapter Six, and I think it's pretty safe to say that every single patron in that cantina is dead, including Garza Fwip. Garza Fwip is rip, as we established <laughs> yeah. last week. I was furious when I saw that, and and, and the confirmation this week I was like, right that every single pike on Tatooine is going to die now for what they've done to FWIP. Yeah. So, uh, I was going, you know, I, my, my blood was boiling, mate. My blood was boiling. But I like that they just basically came out and said, yeah, you know, no one's ever really gone except everyone in this cantina. Everyone here is gone. <laughs> so yep. I like, I did, I, you know, look, I love Jennifer Bills as Garza FWIP, but I didn't want to see her emerging from the rubble. I thought I, I'm sick of characters faking out. I thought, you know, they're going to give us those stakes Let's just have it. It's sad, but let's just have everyone in that sanctuary be gone because it builds the pikes up. We needed the pikes to be seen as a threat, certainly yeah. in the finale. And, you know, last chapter, they kind of started to come into their own a bit more. So I'm glad that they they took that and, and they and they ran with it. And we open this episode with with Boba and Fennec, don't we, mate? So our boy, uh, our, the king and the queen are back. If this show is going to have stakes... Make sure they're medium rare, people. <laughs> Make sure they're medium rare. Yes, yeah, so Mando just shows up. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, he's like, oh, here you are. <laughs> right, like, okay. quick. <laughs> and it, I know this is going to sound daft, but at that point, I was like, classic, classic Rodriguez. <laughs> <laughs> I know, no, I'm being out of order here. I'm being harsh, but I, I don't know what it is. I like, all right, I kind of got the fit. I've got a bad feeling about this, but no, I, it, it was, it was, it's always good to see Mando. Um, and I liked the quote. Uh, I think our boy Boba said this. He was like, even if we win, there might not be anything left of this city. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's like, yeah. And that's actually a recurring theme throughout the episode because even later on in the episode, the mayor says that. So there's always this, no matter what side you're on. People want the city, the people, the buildings, everything around it. They want that to be safe. Because without Mos Espa, there, there's really no point to this story. Of that course, is, yeah. That's the prize to the Book of Boba Fett. That's the prize of this story. And that's kind of cemented right at the beginning. Um, and I like that the, they're talking about the spice trade, aren't they? Like together, yes. mostly Fennec and Boba. And Fennec kind of sees beyond the short-term profit of the spice trade, and he believes that it's more healthy and it's 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 more wise to invest in the people of Mos Espa. He's mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, spice is just it's just damaging our people, you know. It's like yeah, yeah. like again, very actually a little bit real world, mm-hmm. right? But I kind of liked it. I was like, no, that's cool. I like that, and. I agree. <laughs> you know, you need healthy people, right? Um, yeah, yeah, I liked that. Uh, I, I know, I, I liked the... I've always liked the back and forth between Fennec and Boba, but I just feel that they just haven't lent into it enough. Fennec is... Because mm. you know, now mm. it just seems like... It seems like Fennec has an idea, and every time she has an idea, Boba's like, nah, <laughs> sit back down. Nah, 
and, and this was another one where you know she, she has an idea and he's just like nope we're gonna do this instead and i get mm. he's he's a daimyo he's to he's a big boss man but mm. i feel like they're it's not conflict but they're kind of butting heads i'd have liked to have seen that Expl- uh, developed a little bit more not so they become enemies or anything stupid like that but you know just have a, a scene where they're actually having a tete like you know come on well, this you is say that now you say that now mate boy anything stupid like that like you watch mate if there is continuation to this story <laughs> yeah, oh, I wouldn't, no, be, su- I wouldn't, I wouldn't be, surprised be surprised if that's where they go I wouldn't be surprised but I'd love to see I would have liked to have seen them you know having a, an, an exchange about well this is what I think this is what I think uh, rather than just sort of a quick quip here, quick quip there, done, let's move on. Um, but yeah, I, I agree. The sentiment from Boba is correct. Uh, and, and the mods are there. We finally get to see the mods again. And I actually didn't mind the mods in this episode. I didn't hate them in season chapter three. It was more just the, the very jarring aesthetic that they bought. But I didn't mind mm. them in this episode. I thought they're pretty cool. Um, no, I thought they were. I thought yeah. this was their best performance. And they, they almost even 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 the Vespers, the space Vespers, they seem to fit in a little bit more in this episode. They weren't quite. Maybe it's because we're used to them, but they, to me, they didn't stand out quite so much. But um, yeah, Scad's like, look, let's stay here because the people need us. Fennec says, no, let's go back to our palace, the, the Ivory Tower. And Boba's like, no, no, we stay on the ground with our people and. So yeah, yeah. again, there's that different, there's that differing ideas. You know, Fennec thinks it's best to hole up in the palace in the fortress, whereas Boba's like, no, I think, well, I'm going to stay here with my people. You've got differing um, ideas there because obviously Fennec, she still is at heart an assassin, and Boba may or may not be by the time we get to the end of this, of course. But uh, I just, I'd like to see more of that dynamic. Um, mm. Explored, mm. But, mm. Yeah, Boba's a man of the people. He's shown that he's a man of the people. Yes, yeah, definitely. And then we go back to Pike HQ on old Tatooine, right? Yo. And we get we get the conf- confirmation. And actually, I'm not sure if we've already said this, but I I, I think we did about um, the biker gang not killing the the, the, the Tuscan tribe. Yes, like yeah, that, yeah. Being, that being basically a setup. Yeah, they were um, the, they were the paddies, the full guys for that. Yeah, and actually, I liked. Um, Cad Bane in in this scene because he goes, oh, I didn't know the syndicate was this ruthless, and <laughs> they go, well, no, it's it's us just being pragmatic. Yeah, you know, this is to, to them, this is just business. This is how it is. And even Cad is going, oh, oh, bit harsh, you <laughs> know, naughty boys. Yeah, and once again, like with the sanctuary thing, they're just viewing that as well. It's pragmatic, just the way it is. Letting people know who's in charge, who's the yeah. boss, sending a message. You're sending a message, yeah, precisely. And uh, yeah, mate, I, I was I was here for that. I was here for that. I was like, oh, and at that at that point, I was like, okay, this could actually be pretty spicy. This could this could be a crazy, crazy conflict. And I looked at, I, I can't even lie with the with the length of the episode. I was thinking near an hour. Yeah. Like, there's a lot that could happen in this. Like the whole battle for Mosespa that could be sealed and done in maybe half an hour 40 minutes maybe i don't know and then after that what else is going to happen yeah. that's what was in my head i it's but that's always the way isn't it it's like wow what could what could happen here and actually um well it goes to the title card doesn't it and we get the name uh as, as you have mentioned already in the name of honor yes sir is that the t- yeah spelt the american way of course um, yeah. <laughs> missing the you guys missing the you out of honor come on come on yeah, um not, not having that mate but right um, 
and 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 that do you like the name uh, that's, no, I think, yeah, I think the name's fine. Um, yeah, it's got to be spelt yeah. with you, though, mate. I, I yeah, also liked on. how Cad Bane looked and spoke in this. I know there was, and, it, and the people online were throwing their arms up in the air. Some might say crying about how Cad Bane looked. I thought Cad Bane looked and sounded boss yeah, in Chapter 6. He looked great here. And when he's conversing with the head of the Pikes, I think he looked great. And I think he sounded great. I was watching like the, the movements of his face and how they've... Uh, how they've brought that to life because we know it's an actor underneath the is an actor playing him and they've you know, adjusted the face somewhat but i thought he looked and sounded great and yeah the fact that cad bane you know well known for his tenderness and softness obviously even he was like it's a bit it's a bit a ruthless lads blimey come on lads but mm. um, yeah but he's mm. I, I, he we fight and we also see mock uh mayor mock shahid as well for the first time for for about five episodes so we, he was off world on a planned vacation or whatever last time. So we, 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 we see the mayor now openly with the pikes and Cad Bane's like, yeah, we've, I've got an idea how to draw Boba Fett out. And I was like, Oh, what has this guy got planned? And then we go to the title card. Yeah. In the name of honor. Uh, and I couldn't, I couldn't draw anything from that when it was, when that came up, I thought, all right, honor, is it the, the honor of bounty hunters? What, what is this going to be? So, um, mm. Mm-hmm. I thought the title was fine. I also like. I also like that the title wasn't a spoiler within itself. You know what I mean? Yes. It just didn't give anything away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think there's only really been one title that's <laughs> yeah. been super spoiler, and, that, and by the time we saw the title, we were like, we we already knew he was back, and that was probably Return of the Mandalorian. That's it. The Mandalorian's um, back. I've, yeah. I, I, yeah, I've, I've really enjoyed the titles to each of these episodes. I thought the mm-hmm. titles are very Western. Very, very Western, very cowboy. Um, But no title card, music. And I did think to myself, I was like, oh, man, last time we're going to be hearing this for a while. Um, Right, so we zip back to Moss Eisley in the spaceports, and an X-Wing is approaching. (laughs) At this point, mate, I'm like, surely not. He's saying, surely not. Don't do it. Honestly, that's actually what was in my head. I was like, let it be. Please let it let it be. Uh, like, just one of the Rep- New Republic guys or something. Yeah. And I, I thought, thought they were going to oh, pull a fake out and have it be, um, be. Um, oh, I can't remember his name now. Carson Tever. I thought yes. he's going to turn up. Yes. Yeah. That's exactly who I had in mind too. And I was like, oh, okay. I, I was thinking, hey, listen, New Republic now getting involved in the action that could be a really interesting mix good shout um and just in that split second i was thinking man i like, I like this is a lot of potential this could um this could open a whole new can of worms yeah, we could have a battle in like we can have an x-wing battle against pike's ships it could who knows what's yeah, going well but just the involvement of the new republic i was thinking well is i'll be honest i'll be honest i was thinking leia like Leia hmm. or or someone from the New Republic, some sort of familiar face. That's I'm solo. now right. That's kind of what I was leaning to toward too. And I was like, remember this? Like all happens in seconds, and your head's like gets spinning. Like what's going to happen? What's going to happen? <laughs> no, no. You see, the cockpit is empty, and at that point, I knew I was like, ah. And then I was like, is that R two? Ah, R two E. R2E, um, yeah. Grogu's there. Oh. Beautiful to see him, but I can't help but feel a bit disappointed. 
because it if was being- just Grogu and no other nothing else to come no from no 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 not not because of like i'm I'm actually i'm happy that luke wasn't there actually mm-hmm. yeah um but i couldn't help but feel and again i'm just being transparent here just being honest but i couldn't help but feel like really we're doing this now like grogu is going to be back with mando on tatooine in the last episode of book of boba fett I yeah. was like, oh, I don't know how I feel about this. And that was my honest opinion from when I first saw him. And it was great to see him. And there was the banter. Like, obviously, Pe- Peli Motto's great anyway. But wow. Peli sees him. They know each other, familiar with each other. And he's like, and she's like, Grogu? That's a terrible name. Um, yeah. That actually made me laugh. That actually, then yeah. that felt like a nod to the people that didn't like the Grogu name in the first place when it was revealed in season two of Mando. But, not, not that I don't. I, I, I'm, I'm not even sure. Loads of people thought that, but I know some people did. But um, yeah, yeah, I, I couldn't help but feel like, oh no, what's going on here? What, what is, what's going to happen to this finale? I don't know. That was yeah. that's how I felt at that point. I want to make that clear. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I was also like. Luke Skywalker has just sent this prized asset on his own. <laughs> I know R2's flying the ship, but like if somebody shot that down, well, oh, that's a shame. Grogu and R2 are both dead <laughs> because Luke sent him off. But Yeah, that's um, true. Yeah, I, yeah I, I thought that it was nice. I, I liked seeing Peli when she's like, oh my God, it's an X-Wing. It, it, it was a bit like Only Fools and Horses. Del Boy trying to get rid of all his tap before the police arrive. That made, it gave me that kind of strange vibe. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's like, everything, hide it before they see it. And she's like, oh, I've got my New Republic like certification license. It's is in the mail or whatever she says. But yeah, but little Grogu's got the mithril on. He's got the chain armor on. So we get uh, we get explicit confirmation of which object he chose, the, the, the mithril from the Mando or the, um, the lightsab- Yoda's lightsaber. So he's clearly taken the the path of, the Mandalorian, he's taken the path of a foundling now, um, and I th- and and R two was it was in a rush, and because because Pelly kept saying, "Look, I'll get to you in a minute." Now I've got to feed this guy. You know, I know you're in a rush, but hold on. And I thought that was was that, is that going to play into it? Does R two have an urgent message for the Mandalorian? Because R two's like, you know, where's Mando? Where's Mando? That was oh. the idea I thought, but that didn't play into it. Which again is fine because I didn't want to see Luke Skywalker turning up Deus Ex Machina saving the day again because mm. it. Listen, it doesn't take away from the legend of Luke Skywalker. It adds to the legend of Luke Skywalker, but it just takes away from everybody else, which is the danger of having Luke Skywalker in this felony verse is that at any time, if, if any characters are in dire need and they know Luke Skywalker, the part of you will think, hmm, what a shame they just didn't call on that. Or Mando didn't call on Luke Skywalker to help him out or Ahsoka Tano, but um, mm. that's me looking too far forward. But No, I'm mm. glad, I was glad mm. it was Luke, but yeah, I was... I was worried when it was Grogu because I've said since since season two ended of the Mando, I've said I, I, there has to be some in-universe distance and time between Mando leaving Grogu or vice versa, Luke taking Grogu and the and then reuniting. There has to be some in-universe gap, whether that's a entire season of the Mandalorian, which spans a, what, a couple of months maybe, plus the gap in between season two and season three starting in universe there needs to be a little bit of time to pass for for them to need each other and for us to need them again and yeah in in re- in reality we've had a year or so away whatever it's been a year and three months 
Mm. But I was worried mm. that there's going to be a reunion and it wouldn't work. So um, we get that later, but we'll we'll, we'll we'll march on with the yeah 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 yeah. Uh, we'll get to that. Doing, but, um, we'll get to that. <laughs> we'll get to that. But yeah, Grogu's back, and but then we get. But now we're back on the streets. Now the war has begun. We're getting some strategy. We're getting some tactics. Fennec and Bo- sorry, Boba and Fennec have got the streets covered. They've got Kusantan. Um, uh, He's in Trandoshan territory, which I always thought immediately was like, right, that ain't going to work. That was a really stupid thing to do. I I noticed that The mods are out there with the Aqualish, and the Gamorreans are at the spaceport, where the Clatoonians are going to be. Well, they didn't know that, but they are. So I was like, okay, they've got the bases covered. I said last week, and I said to a few people off there as well, I really want to see everybody split up across Mos Espa, so we have like four or five viewpoints of this battle. So it gives it real scope and real depth. Mm. And I was like, Oh, they're, they're doing it. I mean, oh, Bobby Rod obviously listens to um, Jabba the HUD. Uh, and uh, <laughs> so yeah, they're, they're, they're all, they're, they're all out there. And then Cad Bane shows it, doesn't he mate? Well, old Caddy, he, um, he loves it. And we get a classic line. If that's not the quite to call the stiffling slimy. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, hang on, let me write that one down. No, no, no. <laughs> Which one was that in? Boba said that in, in the finale of <laughs> Chapter Mando, I think, as well. I think he Did said he it to really? He said it Did to Costa really? Reeves when she was like, I didn't know psychics were allowed to talk. And he's like, ah. there isn't the, the, the half, the quack to call in the back to stiffling, whatever he's slimy, whatever he says. Right. Whatever he says, but boba used that line so it's obviously a a line within bounty hunter circles uh, it's it's a saying it's a saying okay all right yeah i'd well that's interesting Uh, so it's it's just slang it's how it goes down yeah i liked it i liked i really liked the face off here kaz Mm -hmm. just has such a he has such a presence about Mm -hmm. him yeah he has such a presence about him and that really came through, I think, on the on 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 this scene in particular. Oh, um, and actually, up. we're talking of like Fennec and Boba because because Boba just like plays into to 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 Cad, and we know, and it is kind of implied even before this episode that Cad, he's the better shooter here, mm-hmm. right? He's 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 the better shooter. He's the fastest draw. Yeah, Boba has the armor, but. Cad's ultimately he, he's quicker, and Boba even admits that, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, they are, yeah, but you're an old man, yeah, but I'm quicker than you. He's like, yeah, true, <laughs> but I've got the armor, <laughs> so let's see what happens. What I liked in 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 this is that Fennec is the one reasoning here, and she's going, look, not on not on their terms. Yeah. Like, calm down. You're emotional right now. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And, Bo- and Boba listens. And I wasn't sure. I wasn't actually a hundred percent sure if that's how it was going to go down. Um, but no, that's that's that is. And I liked that. I liked that. That was a, that felt a little bit more like a nice pace, like a bit of a conservative choice to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't need to chuck everything out. Let's let's just like drip feed this this beef yep, between exactly. these two. I was like, oh, okay, okay. This is this is this is all pretty pretty spicy. Um, and then we get the 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 lion right. Um, Cad goes, you're going soft in your old age. And Boba's like, we all do. And if that ain't, if that ain't going to be a wink to the audience, mate, I don't know what is. And I think that's not necessarily the worst wink to the audience. I think that's just saying it how it is. You know, Boba is, he's growing up. He's growing up a bit. 
What do you think? Yeah, they've well, they've been they they've kind of set that up, haven't they? Where Fennick was saying to him earlier in the season, like, why why do you want to be a head? Why do you why do you, why do you want to head up a, a crime family? Um, you know, you're you're a bounty hunter. Why do you want to turn your back on it? And he's and and he said a few times, you know, even before the Sarlacc incident, he was going to turn his back on bounty hunting. So he's wanted to get out of this game for a while. So he's has he always been the cold blooded killer, or was he? more always more than that and i like how they 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 touch upon that throughout the season and in this episode as well because it's it, uh, it's cad cad bane is always a bounty hunter he's never going to change he is you know he's like we said there's no redemption for cad bane he's not going to suddenly become a good guy and say actually boba you've got a point here no no bane is he's paid to do a job but that this is his lifeblood he mm. is a cold he is the cold bloody killer um, yes we think um but I, I love the line when he says let's do this right here right now i was like come on i, mm. I didn't want them to to have the shootout because i thought if they do then bane's just gonna blow the, sh- the i think I, they, they weren't just gonna have a shootout they were gonna have a proper shootout that's exactly it nice one the hardy boys and the uh the cray twins there um <laughs> yeah, they were gonna they yeah they, honestly i thought that i honestly thought that they were gonna have a proper shootout but they didn't. I thought that, but I thought Bane was going to basically just obliterate Boba and he'd have to go back into the Bector tank. And that's how, and I thought I was so scared that that was going to happen. So when Fennec's talking him down, cause you know, Boba's got an itchy trigger finger. He wants to fight. He wants to throw down now. And I said, Cad Bane's got his number and he knows he has. Cause he, he says, um, he says, uh, he, I paid a visit to Freetown, Cobb Vanth and the gang. They're not coming. The marshal should never have given up his ar- armor, and I was like, "He, he know that's it." And then he, and then he says about the Tuscans as well. He has got Boba wrapped there. He knows that Boba can't think straight because he's he said to him, "Look, I shot the sheriff and the deputy, and I have Freetown now. The Tuscans, mm. me baby, all that's all me." Um, so yeah, Boba's gunning for blood, and um, I think they handled that well. And I like the fact that I like no, not yet let's uh, let, let's hold off fennec is again is the voice of reason here i liked that because it made yeah. me anticipate what might happen and mm. yeah that line as well yeah you're, you're going soft we all do like yeah man i wasn't half expecting as well cad bane to shoot him in the back or something when he mm. <laughs> when he turned around but mm. again uh, just for my two piece i think cad bane looked great again i'm going to keep saying it because there's been so much discourse about that i think he he looked great he has a presence like you say he has that old gunslinger vibe to well, him. What did you What did you say on the Geek End live stream with uh, Jamie Stangroom that we did last week? It was like if you if you were to like compare animation to live action, mate, have you seen Count Dooku's oh, face? Oh yes, yeah, it's like Count Dooku and just just every every character. I mean, even look, look at Anakin Skywalker doesn't look anything like Hayden in Revenge of the Sith, if you ask me. But you know, people accept it and just no, like stylistic sharp, isn't it stylistic, it's stylistic that's it yeah exactly like the rebels characters look a little bit different and i'm sure if any of them come into live action they're gonna look they're gonna have a different change look at harris indula when they brought her into star wars squadrons and gave her that very realistic look i thought she looked really good but also like how she looks in rebels but she doesn't look exactly the same because they can't tra- they have to translate it differently and cad bane is a 70 something year old gunslinger who's been been through the wars you know I thought I thought he looked very good, and I've seen the uh, the fixing attempts online. And whoever the guy who did it, shout out to him. He he wasn't trying to. He said it himself. I wasn't trying to 
say Lucasfilm did a bad job, but I can't remember his name now, but he's come under a lot of fire for quote unquote fixing Cad Bane. And he said, look, I never wanted to fix it. I was just really interested in what it looks, what he looked like in the Clone Wars style. Um, so if you're listening, yeah, I hope you're right, mate. Your, 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 effort looked, your, your effort looked good, but I, but I think that the Clone Wars live action style, like the longer face to, doesn't look as good. It doesn't look as real. Doesn't look as grounded. Mm. It looks like I don't know. It, it takes me out of it a little bit. If you mm. ask me, whereas mm. now if he fits more into the into the vibe and also just the color palette as well. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah, palette. That's it. it. It makes sense. It looks it looks more realistic. The proportions are just a wee bit more grounded. Uh, yep, yeah, I'm <laughs> here for it, mate. I'm here for it. Seneca, come closer. I have good news. That's good news. So we're going to take a quick break here to thank our sponsor for this episode, smugglerscrate.com. Smugglers Crate is the ultimate Star Wars mystery box. They're different to other crate providers because it's for Star Wars fans and by Star Wars fans. And that right, May boy. That is right, my man. I recently got a Smuggler's Crate box as a gift for my family, and I was genuinely blown away by the quality. I genuinely love this, and I'm not just saying that, mate. Okay, so tell me more about it, mate. Tell the world about it. What was so spicy about this Smuggler's Crate? I'll tell you, and I'll tell the world all about the spice. My crate had a selection of Black Series and Lego items, exclusive artwork, stationary sets, and loads more officially licensed products. But that's not all that Smuggler's Crate do. No, no. They offer a one-off crate, a monthly crate subscription, three-month prepay, and a one-off gift box. The best part of all of this is they ship worldwide. That's always been a pet peeve of mine, mm-hmm. is going to see a crate provider and they don't ship to, like, the UK or something. So that's a huge win. So every Smuggler's Crate comes with five to seven exclusive Star Wars items. There is no commitment. You can cancel any time. The value in each box is over £30 or 40 US dollars. The first box ships in only two to four days. And the great news is that you two can get your hands on a smuggler's crate with this exclusive discount code. Only available to Star Wars Sessions listeners. Use the discount code Star Wars Sessions, no spaces, for 20% off. 20% off. Only using the discount code Star Wars Sessions, no spaces. It's absolutely worth it, and it's that easy. So go to smugglerscrate.com, and now, back to the show. Right, so then, the people, the gangs, they turn. The families. They turn on Bobber's lot. (laughs) And it's it's like, you're like, oh, right, okay, so that's happening. (laughs) (laughs) okay um yep all right uh the gamorians matt there's two of them i always thought that the doctors would turn on them i thought i think most people thought these guys aren't going to remain neutral in this well they're not there The, the impression i got was that they're not necessarily there to fight anyone they're there as a communication like network really but yeah, uh, even just like the Wookiee, like bless him, Kassantan, just standing there on his own. In, it's like me going, oh, Matt, what we'll do, we'll link up around London, 
if you just look after um Fulham for me, mate. Cheers. Yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, no worries, yeah, mate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, be yeah. Fine. And you look the, after the rest. You, yeah, you look after thousands and square. thousands of people that live there. Yeah, no dramas. I think you know were there for a fight, mate, because they had those buckets and they had their blasters. I think they were. Yeah. I think they were there to eliminate the all of Boba's team. Oh, I wasn't saying them. I was saying the people Boba put there. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah. There was a they communication were, yeah. network. They were right? comms and to yeah. yeah. Get, and if anything so goes down, get out of there. It was like when when everyone turned on them. It was like there's only like a handful of people apart from the mods. There's there's like two handfuls of people. Yeah. <laughs> and they like, get picked off. Yeah, but uh, I thought I, again. I just thought the direction of that was a bit weird. I, I, maybe I would have done it a, a wee bit different. But uh, yeah, the the Gamorians they just pushed off a cliff. Oh, I mean, yeah. come on. You know, boys. poor blokes, poor blokes. Boys. I know they're so thick and juicy, and you know all that waste. You know, so <laughs> and won't well tonight, but still gone, but not forgotten. Yes. Gone, but not forgotten. Um, Olka Santon taking on Chad Oceans. <laughs> yeah, he's taking on the entire race. I actually thought, yeah, I actually thought it was pretty sick, to be honest, but the guy, like, just got jumped by everyone. And I was thinking, even at the time, I was like, no. It, like, there was there was a few times he, like, has a few swings at them, and they, like, go flying, these guys. Yeah. It, you know, it, it works all right. The, some of the action works really, really well. And then the mods get into a shootout. Um, some might what? say, I don't know, a type of shootout, a proper shootout, maybe. A proper shootout. Exactly. Thank you. Um, and the, by the way, not the last time we'll be using that. No, not the last. It's not the first time we've used it on this show. You have to go back about hundred odd episodes, but we have used it once or twice before. Yeah, a shootout. Um, <laughs> yeah, but then our, our, our girl, super super gal uh, Fennec, yeah. turns up because she's been sent on a quest. And by the way, on her speeder, yeah, she does go full speed through Mos Espa. So it all this, all the speeders have to go a certain, you know, no. Fennec is like jumping the speeder, bang, 50 miles an hour straight away. Yes, makes sense. She's in a rush, guys. She's in a rush. Yeah, it makes sense. I guess, the, uh, I guess, again, you know me, always thinking of the other side. I guess may, maybe those Vespers aren't, no, no, I know they are. No, I don't think they are. Whether or not the Vespers themselves are kitted out for, you know, combat or whether they're more of a, aesthetic like they're, they're just there for their ride it doesn't matter um, about combat a ducati ain't geared for combat oh, but well, it's still but vespers, fast mate, vespers have never been fast so an actual vesper in reality they they they, they really only go 50 60 miles an hour. i mean fast. mate 50 miles an hour is a bit different to the 10 mile an hour sequence well, yeah, we got what they were doing was, <laughs> yeah. was, yeah, it's like they slowed the whole reel down mate but yeah um, yeah, with, yeah with those battles yeah, the the action was fine. Uh, I like the fact that we got to see a little bit of peril when, and Cassantum was getting whooped about a bit. But mm. I would have liked to s- see it go on for longer. This is one of my issues now. They they, mm. they, they dedicate some time to it, but then immediately mm. it's like, right, let's get up. Fennec shows up, saves the mods, get out of here, go to the sanctuary. Um, Cassantum, I don't know, make your own way back. Um, but I, I would have just liked to have seen those then be penned in for a bit longer so they were separated from the main battle a bit longer to to show their to show the scope of it it's not just happening in one little area which is what kind of happens towards the end but i would have liked to have seen more things happen spread around moss esper i don't think they needed to bring everyone back so quickly 
especially the mods and Chris Anton, given what happens. I think they could have stayed away for a bit longer and hold, held the fort or, or, or kind of tried to do their best to hold the forces back. For me, I would have liked to have seen that. I just think it was a bit, ah, we're in trouble. Two minutes later, right, we're back. We're, we're not in trouble anymore. I don't like <laughs> yeah. that as much. I yeah. just think that they could have made it. They could have done more yeah, with yeah. it. And in terms of my queen, Fennec, I have big issues with that as well, uh, which I'll mm. mention later on. But yeah, she okay. turns up to help. But She turns up and saves the mods, basically. And um, they're like, oh, thank you. And she's, and like, she's like, manners. I like, I like it. Her. You're welcome. And then, and then Trash yeah. looks at her and she gives her a smile. And I'm thinking, right, is that are they going to try and promote her now? Like Fenix understudy almost, which I'm half fine with. But uh, or was she just I like, oh, what, what a nice <laughs> I lady. Don't, I don't know. <laughs> oh, so I the thing know. is, they could. I don't know where they're going, which is the problem. I don't know what they could do. I mean, it would seem like they're setting something like that up, but um, they probably never get paid off again. So. Uh, but yeah, every, everybody's fine. They take a few. Some of the mods get taken out because Santon gets absolutely. Uh, he gets smothered by the Trandoshans, and we're like, okay, well, he's he's dead, or something's going to happen to him. And and then then we go back to the sanctuary again. The Pikes are now arriving, so we're finally seeing the Pikes in action. We haven't seen pretty much anything of the Pikes. Yes, we saw them in the train heist, uh, and then they got taken down. But since then really seen much but now we're seeing the pikes they're turning they turn up at the sanctuary boba's now aware that the gotras have turned on him he knows that he knows that he's in this by himself and it's him and mando in the sanctuary which i, mm. I liked their back and forth and i think a lot of people have been waiting to see boba and din uh back together again and mm. boba's basically saying to him look we've got two options we either negotiate our way out of this or we just or we run out and fight um which and she and he gives, gives Mando the choice. He's like, you know, you might you might want to get out of here because you ain't making it out of here. But Mando's like, no, I gave my word to the creed to stay and fight or yes. die. And, and Boba's like, you still you basically like you believe in that Bantha Pudu? And he's like, yeah, I do. Boba for his credit, is like, sweet, fine. Here we go then. And Mando's like, this is the way we we fight, we ride and die. That's basically how it's going to work. We're going to go. If we're going down like punks, we're doing it together. But this is, you know, I gave you my word. And I'm going to stick to it, similar to how Boba did in Mando when he Loved gave him his word to get Grogu back. So. I, I really liked this scene. I really liked this scene. Again, because it shows, it shows that even though um, Din has is, is kind of been ousted um, by his, his sect of the, the, the Mandalorian race, yep. he, still, he still believes in the principles. In the name of honour, which is what he it, says. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, yeah, I liked that. But then it was, and, and I thought that oh, well, they're going to go out fighting now, and they're going yeah. to be this big moment. Um, but there, there's a little twist to it. The Twi'lek guy, I forget his name, Major Domo. It's all, it's Major, all we know him as Major Domo. He comes out. He's like, well, uh, you know, I'm not not to show off or anything, but I was educated <laughs> on Coruscant, guys. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> maybe you can tell by my accent. Um, and uh, again, it, I was it. like, ah, oh, that's that's. That's quite cool. I, I again him in this. I've liked him me? throughout, but I liked the interjection of humour and fun with that moment of him there against these two kind of big burly bounty hunters. You've got well, actually, I was educated on Coruscant, and they're like just 
bro, just get to it. I loved it. Yeah, yes, exactly. Yeah, I really liked it. I, I, I really liked that. And he goes out with the tablet that Boba <laughs> gives him with the conditions of surrender. And he like he gets involved in it. They're like, yeah, get on with it. And the guy's like, read it to me, tailhead. <laughs> and yeah. he's like, yeah. <laughs> He's like, yep, uh, never heard that one before, but yep, thanks, uh, you know, sarcastically, cracks on with it, and he realises, oh, uh, no, there aren't really any terms, you just need to leave. And it's so, it's It's just a it's a wee bit awkward, and it's great, and I was sitting there like, what on earth is going to happen? And the lads, the lads just jetpack out. Oh, and we're, we're here for it, and I was like, okay, we're getting in some juice now. You know, it's like my teeth so far, they've bitten into the bun, but now we're getting into that patty with that, oh. with that American cheese, you know? Oh. Now, we're getting the, now, we're, now we're getting the cinnamon swirl. We're getting that cinnamon from in the bun for me. We're getting, we're getting the chicken Big Mac, which I've heard mixed things about. <laughs> How I was it? Uh, well, I don't, I don't eat McDonald's really. I don't, we're not a massive fan of it, but a drive-through is a drive-through and, and needs must. Uh, it's fine. It's just a chicken, a chicken sandwich on top of each other. That's all it is. But it's fine. Right. It, it, right. I like I like chicken burgers anyway. So hey, look, Me everything's too. worth trying once. So let's, let's go too. for a chicken Big Mac. Oh, I love a chicken burger. Oh, oh, mm. uh, well, yeah. There's a battle goes down, and it's pretty sweet. It's pretty sweet, but then from some angles and from some shots, it feels very static mm-hmm. <laughs> i don't mm-hmm. know like they're standing and shooting and that's it <laughs> you know i, I what, what do you reckon what do you reckon you liked the action here uh, i thought it's okay i thought the i think actually the it was some of the cuts were a bit quick but I, again it comes down to my own personal feelings and what i would have what i would have liked and i don't mean to project that or to say that bobby rod did a bad job because he didn't give me what i want because I'm not that kind of fan, but when when they jetpacked in, I was like, "Oh, mate, this is Battlefront." Mm. I want to see. I want to see. I'd love to have seen those guys just basically fighting from the sky. So you've got the great the pikes on the ground, and you've got the mandos with their jetpacks. I would have loved to have seen them up in the sky for longer and picking people off, and um, and then maybe they could have had a joke with uh, one of the pikes knocking Boba's jetpack, and he a la the Sarlacc pit in Return of the Jedi, so he goes flying a bit. But mm. um, but yeah, then then they come down to the ground and um. Yeah, I I always when when they're getting shot up, I do think why don't they just shoot aim for their legs? Certainly Boba because he's got no armor on really around his thighs and that just shoot them there. But um, yeah, it, it, this was the moment where I think everybody thought was going to happen when the chips were down. Freetown's going to come and help out, but the action I thought was was good. I, I liked seeing our boys fighting together again, and I I also like that they weren't they didn't totally wreck shop. That, you know, they they took a load down. They got to they got to use their their array of weapons. Boba's using his wrist rockets, his knee rockets. Mando uses the whistling birds. So we get to see a bit of every, a bit of everything there. But I also like the fact that you know they they were outnumbered. They were outnumbered and outgunned. That this was a battle. Something they need reinforcement. Something's going to happen. Who is it? And it turns out it's the um, the people of Freetown, led by the led by the barman, the Weequay barman, and. Uh, I, for, for a minute, my heart sank because they've turned up in this big old, uh, big old uh, ship, and he said, "You know, Din says to the barman, 'I'm, you know, I'm sorry to hear about the marshal.'" And the barman says, "You know, they they gunned him down in cold blood." And I thought, "Oh my god, they just confirmed that 
the most handsome sheriff in the galaxy's dead. I was yeah, like, damn. I was no. like, oh my God, they actually went and did it. I was like, no, no way they're going to kill off Cobb Vanth. You know, it's Cobb Vanth, man. But for, at that point, I thought, I thought that they had done, uh, but you know, may, may, all will be revealed in this spoiler review. But um, yeah, yeah then, then, the, then the mods arrive and then out of nowhere, Chrysanthemum turns up and is getting shot to pieces and survives. But um, yeah, I liked the action beforehand. I liked the fact that they got outgunned because it's realistic for the, for the situation they're in. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I expected help to turn up, but then a lot of, then it becomes a bit sandwiched in for me. A lot of the, action i know it i know it does go into the streets later on but this is where i wish that they hadn't converged quite as much for mm. me mm. anyway but um because you know they're, they're taking down the pikes and then and then the pikes they uh <laughs> the pikes retreat and everyone's going thinking yes we've won this and i'm thinking we've, we've got at least half an episode left what's going on here mate massive droidicas they're called scorpionic droids droidicas turn up basically no, they're called Roidicas, mate. Yeah, they were roided to the T, mate, they were. No, because they're the Droidicas on absolute massive steroids. Oh, this is the way, Powder. They've been but on it. But it slows mate. them down a little bit. I thought it was funny what you just said about Cassantin getting shot down. Cause, and, and take note of that, because he, he's injured and he can barely walk. And Boba's like, hey, listen, I owe you like a scission in the old Bector tank. <laughs> wink, That's wink. right, yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. And... Uh, then the Roidicas are there and um they're like the because yeah there's also everyone cheers before the Roidicas are right. there and the, and and the cheering sounds weird <laughs> i never Something noticed very small that i picked up and i was like the cheering's like just generic it's like someone just went on youtube went generic cheering soundtrack <laughs> and it's like the applause the- at the end of our game <laughs> yeah exactly it's it's akin to that exactly no no may boy don't ruin the magic people oh, yeah, so do actually the- applaud us there is a crowd there. Sorry. sorry sorry there is an actual crowd um <laughs> But yeah, and then everyone is running from the Roidicas, right? So, so back to the present, they're running from the Roidicas. Yeah, they and, put up a fight, but you ain't getting past those shields, are you? No, no, no exactly. And it was I, I loved seeing the shields because I was like, oh, prequel, prequel throwback. Yeah. We're starting to we're starting to figure that technology out again. I like it. I like it. But then everyone's running, including Cassantin. He's like, yeah, <laughs> back on my legs. <laughs> Not enough of this. Having, Having a, having a jog. Because they totally get shot in the leg, don't they? I was hang on. This guy was just like limping a second ago, like nearly dying. And your boy's just like, yeah, come on then. Lads. <laughs> I, I don't know that Wookiees have regenerative powers, but it would seem like they do because he got I shot th- in the back of the leg. Well, I think that it's something in canon. Doesn't he have like metal bones or something? Like, isn't he? he he's had, been. He had, he, they did have. They'd have metal put into his fists. I think they, and then they've for the live action. They've kind of translated that into knuckle dusters to make so you well, can see like, metal and the electric. Again, maybe I'm just being nitpicky, but I was like, that's just crazy. Like, we just saw the dude. We just saw the dude. Like, pretty much shot down. Boba risk his life to go get him again, and that. But your boy's just up and running, literally two time minutes like, later. I'm fine, mate. Just come yeah. to, I'm fine. Yeah, I was like, what? What? Isn't why? What's going on here? Um, I just thought that was a little bit of an oversight. Um, I wrote that in my notes. I was like, Cassantin can run again. Lol. 
That is what I wrote down. Yeah. yeah. Um, and now we see, oh, uh, well, everyone's escaping. Boba's like getting out of there. Um, and he, he returns later on. And Mando gets picked up on the droid tuk tuk sort of thing. That's, I couldn't um, think of what to call it. Yeah, tuk tuk. That's what I wrote down. I was like, because it, it just it, call it a droid tuk tuk because I think that kind of works. Or, or call it a tick tick. I don't know. In Star Wars, you know how it be. Um, but yeah. And then, okay. We're getting some real, we're getting some real meat here, mate. We're getting some real meat because it is during this moment with Pelimoto on the tuk tuk. Um, she's got the pit droids with her. Mando's now on the back of it. And I'm thinking, oh no, this is pretty sweet. And then Grogu's there. Mm-hmm. naturally and again that kind of makes sense because he, he was last of Pelly. um and that's the reunion annie my goodness you've grown that really wasn't meant to happen but <laughs> <laughs> it genuinely like, wasn't meant to happen did you, but... did you accidentally do that or was <laughs> <laughs> well, he didn't mean for that to happen. What was that? What? <laughs> my goodness, you've grown. Well, well, well yeah, that's, that's what man. That's what Din said to Grogu. Like, my goodness, you've grown. Uh, yeah, so you've anything, grown all a half well. inch. Yeah, genuinely didn't mean for that to happen. But you know, sessions <laughs> we flex it, and that's what Din was gonna say. Um, yeah, what I can mean, we say, guys? What could, what else? What can, can we, we say? say? I mean, the, just 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 on, just before that. Sorry, the. Okay. The, 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 they've, they've tried to take the droidicus down there and nothing's happened because I was thinking Fett use, use your rocket he does that doesn't work uh, so they've tried everything they're getting beaten down oh yeah and, oh, and yeah. Fett says I'm going to go and get reinforcements uh, and that's when I'm thinking right the Tuscans are coming back into play now I, I totally forgot about the Rancor but um, nah. I, t- I, I oh, thought he's going to get the Tuscans. I was like, he's not. I th- I'm thinking he's not going to get Bosk he's not going to get any of these other geezers they're not going to get there in time so let's let's nix that but I thought right. I was going to get the Tuscans. Spoiler warning: I knew it'd be the flipping rancor because Star Wars News Network leaked it. Oh, <laughs> I'd, oh yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd seen, I'd seen that, but I just totally forgot about the rancor. <laughs> and there's again, well, mention that later. I just totally forgot about that. I thought he was going to go and get the Tuscans, who were going to, uh, we're going to see Tuscan Bay come back in again. But yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe Tuscan Bay and that are they are actually dead because no, or maybe mate, they're dead. living their life. But no, they're dead. Unless I thought that was who was coming back, mate. Maybe, maybe we'll see them later on in a different, different thing. We'll see them in a soaker. I don't know. No reason, but um, so right back back to the back to the reunion, right? So Grogu's there, Mando's there. Grogu like jumps onto Mando, and he's like, "Hey, buddy!" And it is it is sweet, but it's not. Oh, it's sweet. What I've written down right here, sweet, but. Dot, dot, dot. You know I love my dot, dot, dots. Love an ellipsis. Underwhelming? I have got, in parenthesis, I've got Mando and Grogu have a cuddle. Anticlimactic. Oh! So I think that kind of goes to where we are. And I've said all along, I don't... There needs to be time. And in this case, you know, they, they meet on the back of a tuk-tuk in the middle of a war, and they're like, oh, well, let's have a cuddle. Bro, this isn't the right time. I'm going to have to put you down and... Hey, look, it was nice mm-hmm. to see them having a cuddle and to see Mando being like, I've got you now, bro. I've got you, son. You know, that was nice, but it was anti I was like, is this how, is this how we're going to do it? You know, are mm-hmm. we just going to, is he just going to be back in season three of the Mando? 
So, mm-hmm. you know, if, if people watch season two and then three, they're going to be like, how did he get him back? I think that I, je- I know there's going to be a lot of people <sighs> out who, who like this moment and this may be unpopular, but I, I thought it blew. I really did not think this had a place in this episode. The super, as soon as we saw Grogu, you knew it was going to happen, dude. I wish I they know. hadn't done it like this. They did. I'm going to live with it. And I liked seeing them having a cuddle, but it was very anticlimactic for this guy. I know. I feel the same, man. I can't lie. I can't hide it. Like, I just feel the same. I'm like, oh, man. Like, I <laughs> thought, oh, man. The the only thing I can think of is that they're going to maybe in season three show the choice that Grogu makes. Yeah, they could do. Um, yeah. But even then, I, you know, just in my head, I was hoping that season three was going to be like one of the themes of it. And I'm, I'm sure I've said this on record. I've said I was hoping that a lot of it or a big chunk of it, maybe half of it would be the theme of Din Jarin dealing with the isolation, dealing with having gained family, but now lost it in the form of now his Mandalorian creed and his adoptive son. Right. Mm, And I thought, wow, that's going to be an interesting uh, bit of storytelling. Now I, I don't know. I don't know, but but there there must be a story there. There must be a reason there, but I don't know. Right now, I I, I just thought in this episode because we're talking about this episode right now. I don't want to be too carried away thinking about the future, which is hard not to, by the way. Um, yeah. but you can't help but think, oh, this isn't the reunion I had in my head. This isn't. This doesn't feel like it. it maybe doesn't even feel earned. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't I know. Don't think, I don't think it did. If you ask me, and it it just felt uh, it felt like things were just happening because they needed to, or things were rushed, things were crammed in because they'd had that scene in the last episode. I don't know why they thought they needed to just almost throw it off. Uh, and this is something that's happened. I know people had the same issue with you know Luke flinging the lightsaber in the Last Jedi, thinking, well, that was a bit of a anticlimactic moment for me this is a similar moment in terms of sentiment because i just think that for what is for for these two characters who have become such titans of pop culture since they since they emerged into the zeitgeist i I just felt like it could have been handled differently some people would argue and say well did does everything need to be big and sweeping and do we have to have like these big moments or can it not just be a realistic meeting in the middle, like Grogu and, and Luke and uh, Luke and, had, and R2 had no idea there was a battle going to happen. They didn't know that was going on. So they had, mm. they had no reason not to send R2 back, uh, Grogu back. Peli Motto clearly had no idea because she, she, she's, she's like, what's going on? There's a battle on my tuk-tuk. So um, it's, it, I, I get why he was sent back again. So I, I can see why he was sent back for the way that nobody knew that there was a war going on. Luke didn't realize he was sending him into danger. But yeah, I just think the way it was handled, especially given the power of the season two finale, and that's what I go back to all the time. That was such a pivotal moment in this new Star Wars era we live in. For me, you know, firstly seeing Luke again, but the the goodbye between Din and Greg oh. was a powerful moment. That yeah, this hasn't necessarily undercut it, but it takes for me like the impact is gone a little bit when you know that well in a couple of months time or a couple of weeks well, I don't even know what the timeline is they'll they'll be back again and everything will be fine and you know, that's it I, I just wish they'd stop rushing things and let the story 
uh, marinate a bit longer. Yeah, you've got toys to sell or whatever the the uh, thinking behind this is. But story first for me, and I really wish they'd let this settle for a bit longer. But mm. there will also be people very excited that they're back together. I'm aware of that as well. But um, yeah, I think we're on the same page with that one, big boy. Yeah, yeah. It just felt it felt odd, and I still feel a bit weird about it. Mm-hmm. Like you said, but I get. I don't want to. I don't want to delve into that too much you know we've got the weeks to to come to really digest this hear other thoughts now i'm really excited to hear other people's thoughts on this by the way like i really want to see what people are getting from this and like the positive stuff the, the negative stuff and everything in between I'm, I'm i'm looking forward to it um but something that i did really enjoy in this episode was the rancor and that that's, kind of, that kind of, that's kind of what happens next, right? Boba comes in with the rancor, with um, the radit. Yeah, you've got, you've got the mods and the Freetown folk. They're, they're, they're fighting back. They're holding back the troops. And you've got Drash and Joe, who I thought mm. was great. Because in the first, the first time we meet her, it's just from behind. And Cobb Vance like, good work, Joe. But now she's a character. You know, they, they go off to snipe. They, 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 she's been given a cycler rifle. They go off to snipe. So mm. they're holding back the forces as much as possible. And yeah, it all seems lost. Yeah, because what's going on there? Um, well, one of the, uh, the droidicas has backed them into a corner, and they there's nowhere for them to go. Basically, they were told to run, weren't they? And they've ran as far as they can go. They've, they're trying to take the pikes out and the droidica. They're they're overwhelmed, and they they've basically hold in with the hope of taking as many down before they get blown to pieces. And yeah, Dresh and Joe go up to. Oh, start I remember that. I remember that. Yeah. But what's going on? What what is? Oh, I see. Yes, I I see now. Ah. A proper shootout. Yes, exactly. (laughs) There we go. (laughs) There we go. That's what really happened. Yeah, that is that is basically the episode. That should have been the title. A proper shootout. A proper shootout. Yeah. And then the Rancor arrives with Boba upon it. Um, And, man, I I liked a lot of the Rancor stuff in this episode. I thought it was pretty well done. It looked great. The effects looked great, I think, for the the most part, especially when you're playing with a huge Rancor along the streets (laughs) of Mos Espa. It's pretty dope. uh, Yeah, mate, I, I... I enjoyed it. And then there's the Rancor versus Roydica battles oh, going down. And I liked it. I thought it was actually some of the best action in the episode. I did, but I, I'm going to do it again. I'm putting, I'm, I'm d- going to say it. Go on. Uh, I'm guessing Boba can just ride it now. Like a Banther. I'm guessing he can just ride this Rancor. And I, yeah. I know they alluded that he wants to. And I guess off screen, he did off screen in chapters five and six. He probably learned how to ride this thing, but I don't know, man, there was no hint whatsoever that he can actually take ride this thing or this thing wants to be used as a, as a battle machine. But that's the first thing I thought, and it might be too far, but the first thing I thought was this, how you've you've learned this very quickly or Mm -hmm. where, where, where was this? And we, do we have to see everything? No, but that was, set up as a big moment when he's like, you know, the music was swelling and he's like, you know, I want to learn to ride this and I've ridden things big. I want to learn how to, and I thought we we're going to get some scenes of Boba learning to tame, befriend, become one with this rancor. We don't get any of that. He just turns up and rides it, which was a bit jarring for my, for me trying to connect with dots and for my critical mind. But 
the scenes with the rancor though were pure joy on the other side of that taking that hat off and putting on a fan hat oh seeing the rancor tear up moss esper smash up those droidicas eating a pike you know i really like i thought it looked good as well i thought given the budget and the restraints yeah. i think it actually yeah. looked very decent as well and yeah. i've got no complaints with with the action i think these were the most fun action scenes of the uh, entire episode yeah i agree and actually i'm going to agree with you with what you're with your caveat there with um you know we we had a whole scene really with mando trying to figure out how to ride a flipping um what are they called blurg um, blurg yeah and it was it was magical and i still i still watch that scene and go wow this yeah, is it almost fun. feels spiritual yes and the music even reflects that but with this, it hints at that. Well, Boba was learning to ride it, mate, while we were away for those two episodes, watching Luke and Grogu and that. Well, so I guess he was. I mean, I guess. I don't know if he'd be strategizing for the war or, as well, but he's obviously... That's obviously the in-universe explanation. He's, he's, he was just doing it. We didn't need to be shown it. He said he wanted to learn. He did, and and but we just we missed that, and we just see him doing it. So, well, you know, I can yeah, yeah, well with that. If, if, we, if there are peeps at Lucasfilm listening, you know... Listen, especially publishing team, Boba Fett's Boba Fett's Rancor Training, the book yeah. by Chow Saul. Uh, yeah, a, th- a three-issue miniseries, please. Yeah, there we go. We're here for it. Rancor. But no, I, yeah, I thought they were. I thought that was good. I thought it paid off what was set up, though. He did say he wants to ride it. Everyone was like, "Why has he got a Rancor form?" For those who hadn't seen the leaks um as well there would have need to be payoff and this was to pay off you know he's got a rancor and he rides it into battle you know like a king upon his steed you know yeah. that, that, that yeah. which i thought was pretty got king fade and riding into battle in helm's deep and all that and the pelinor fields uh so i i think i thought that was a big moment for the character as well um and it gave us the best action scenes as well you know the pikes had no chance and you could see the fear as well like the fear on the pikes when they saw they're not messing they realized boba's not messing about the the people in Mos Espa saw this thing as well, and they thought, "Oh no! You can, uh, if you if you want to ride a, a rule with respect, a, a rancor will do that, but it's also going to make you rule with fear if people know that this is what you've got to bring to the table." Exactly, it's huge, <laughs> and <laughs> the scale is huge, and it's scary, and that's what it's meant to be. Uh, you know, did did you catch when um, the Rancor was about to destroy one of the Roidikas? Boba went, do it. <laughs> yes. Yeah, he tore him in half. Do it. That's it. <laughs> I was like, yes, we're here for it. We're here for it. Uh, yeah, like that. And while while the ground battle was going off, uh, Pelly uh, is is getting her gun out as well and giving it a bit of some. <laughs> I've, got her, uh, I've got, there's a note, Pe- Pelly just joins in as well. So she's had enough. And, and then, like the um, the major the major domo's like hiding behind a bench or something, and <laughs> in which gets a hole in it, and he's there, you know, very like slapstick. And she calls um, him pretty face. Yeah, she goes, "Nice head tails, get behind me, pretty face." So, like, Maybe they oh. go for a drink afterwards. Yeah, bit cheeky, bit cheeky. <laughs> um, Step up and then, the tower. and then Cad Bane arrives, right? Oh, mate. Yeah, Cad Bane arrives. Um. Apparently, Rancors don't like fire. Yeah, apparently they don't. They're like, as soon as they, they see a fire, they're like, nah, not having any of it. <laughs> I'm, I'm retreating. I'm, I'm clearing ran. off. Like King Which Kong is actually, 
That is that is actually like we're, the same with a lot of animals, isn't it? There are a lot of animals and creatures that they like fire. Nope, not dealing with that. Ooh. Run away. What so on earth is that? With a big animal, if you're ever <laughs> going to fight a bear, which I hope I'm not, they always say, you know, look as imposing or do something to scare it, and it might just go. So yeah. there is that essence. But, but yeah, they had to get rid of the rancor unless they had Cad Bane shoot it when they when the when the droidicas, um couldn't shoot it the uh, couldn't take it down sorry the scorpion droids they couldn't take the rancor down they were shooting it and stabbing it cad bane's gun isn't going to do anything so i'm glad that they didn't have him just like loose off one shot and kill the rancor but yeah the rancor yeah. rancor runs off and that's it mate it is the showdown this mm. is what we've been waiting for now and mm-hmm. cad bane in this moment is almost the audience because you know one of the first things he said is what what's your angle what are you here for? You well, know, he are- says exactly. He says, "Yeah, I've I've known you for a long time as well." Yeah, and he's like, set oh. that up," and it's like, "Oh, nice Clone Wars nods." And then, yeah, he's like, he says, "I can't figure you out." Something like that. It's like what yeah, I'm yeah. trying to figure out is what, like, what's your angle? What's the point? Yeah, yeah. what are and, you and- doing here? Why are you mm. trying to be the crime lord? I've I've known you. I've known you, Governor. I've known what you're about. You're a cold-blooded killer who worked with the Empire. What, what you know? What what's in this for you? And I like that because I thought, oh, are we, is this going to be the answer now? Are we going to get? A, is Boba going to be like, ah, oh, blah, blah? But he says, you know, these are my people. So I, I like that. Even Cad Bane's like, this is a strange character turn for you, mate. What's going on? Uh, but mm-hmm. it's the showdown. It's showdown at dawn, mate. We, we, they didn't quite give us the the the, the Clone Wars uh deleted scene or unused scene we thought animatic we thought we were going to get and i'm glad they didn't because i don't want them to just rehash stuff i've already seen right what this duel did show though mate conclusively for me is cad bane is the fastest drawer in the galaxy nobody is faster at drawing than cad he took down cop of ant yeah he was distracted he took down boba you know he's nobody Mm. nobody can outdraw cad bane Mm -hmm. he is the fastest drawer in the west um, but I, I liked this angle. This this angle. I like this duel. I, <laughs> I I imagine. I think people would be disappointed that it wasn't more action packed or longer. But go and watch. Go and watch a a western. Go and watch something like even like Silverado. When you've got a actually in that film, the, the sheriff is a bad guy called Cobb, spelt C O B B. So that was fun. Brian Dennehy plays him. But a, a western standoff isn't. They're not leaping around all over the place. Usually, it's a one on one, and it's a gunfight. And this is what yeah. this is, and it, and it becomes a bit of a beatdown as well. But I really liked how they handled this duel, though, mate. The quieter moments, the character moments, I liked it. Yeah, I I really enjoyed it. it. Again, it could have been crazy over the top, and it wasn't. It was still action packed enough, mm-hmm. and it did it, it it felt authentic. The tension. Like you said, I'm, I, you're 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 spot on there if you go back and watch a lot of these old westerns it was akin to that and it, it i think it it yeah it was it was a well some might say may boy it was let's be honest very i don't know well executed yeah. you know it mate you know it you know it makes sense we all know it makes sense <laughs> it was um the, and I yeah. liked it, man. I liked it. And again, we've got um, like this final lesson thing. And I was like, hang on, we've heard that line before. This is solo a Star Wars story. Oh, yeah. Uh, Beckett. Right? 
Mm, yeah, with Beckett and Solo, you know, you're like, I oh, consider this my final lesson. And I'm like, oh, hang on, that's a, that's real similar to to, to then. Mm-hmm. What I liked about this is once again, Boba is saved by his armor, so he's saved about he's saved by what what by his identity, you know, what what makes Boba Fett Boba Fett. It saves yeah. him, but then. On let's say the second act of this duel, this this fight, it's actually what he's learnt from the Tuscans yep. that saves him yep. and wins the wins the battle in the end. So it's both. It's this like nod to the past and a nod to the future and present. And I really, I really liked that. And I wasn't, I wasn't expecting that kind of um, ending between the two i think it was it was a bit of finesse i liked it mate no that's that's a good shout i mean you could even go deeper and look at it that the armor saved him but the but all it did was it just it maintained him until the inevitable it it, it took it took his new training it took his you know the the wisdom and combat training from his tribe from his people the tuscans for him to ascend because the the armor saved him from getting killed at that moment, but Campaign mm. shot him down. He's kicking him. He knocks his helmet off. He's going to blast his face off. The armor is not going to save that. But no, it's yeah, it, like you said, it's his new the new identity is what saves him in this moment. And I'd actually forgotten about the gaffy stick. And looking at, looking about looking back, there is a seat that in this shootout is a scene where you can quite prominently see the stick on his back. Um, and but I totally forgot about it. And I thought it was a really nice way of of tying that back in they showed it to us i made a big deal with his tuscan training and yeah. in yeah. a very quick quick moment it paid off and i liked that he wasn't just you know he didn't just knock cad bane down and then blast his blue face off and i think yeah. as well no doubt about it cad bane is he's a goner they made a they had a very very explicit shot of him dead on the floor like they showed him Although gone. He ain't coming back. you know that like um that day uh, thing he's got on his chest that it's like a badge with a light on it that's bleeping it's that's still, flashing isn't it but yes it I mean, is flashing uh, i'm like is that what is that like, it's not like a light support, is, but the way that, is, i mean i look is, at it as he's dead i mean i, I saw hmm. the flashing as well you know me that they, they've shown it they've this is boba's moment now you know boba has taken cad bane mentored boba fett cad bane worked with Django fett i think Django fett mentored Cad Bane's was a big moment, and for Boba as well, this is his moment. Don't take it mm. away by having Cad Bane survive. And, and Cad Bane, his last words were, I, I knew you were a killer. And at that moment, when Boba's jamming the stick in, you think Boba's face, I'm looking at him thinking, oh, he's loving this. He's having a great time. You, know, you, you can tell by his he's gritting his teeth. It looks like you know, maybe Boba isn't quite the, the daimyo he thinks he is, because you know, mm. Cad Bane says, you're a killer. He, he might as well have just said, yep which would have been a great throwback. But um, so <laughs> yeah, yep. it, it, are they now seeding doubt? They, there's a line later on as well, where they, sh- they kind of shed doubt on Boba sticking around. But in that moment, mm. it, when they're saying like, what's your angle? Well, I think Boba Fett may have actually, may have also started to think, may, you know, this is me. Actually, This is, this is me. I've got, I have got my father's blood running through me as Cad Bane says, um, says you've got your father's blood. You're a killer. Maybe that is what Boba Fett is go- is going to go back to be in some way, shape, or form. Mm. I don't think he's going to be a ruthless, cold-blooded killer. But when we get to the next few scenes, 
Now, I'm interested to see where they take Boba, given this particular scene. Yeah, it's... We'll get to that. <laughs> we'll get to that. But I liked it. I liked it. And it felt like vengeance. I was like, nah, man, like this kid, like Cad's like bullied this kid, like for most of his life. He's not been, <laughs> he's not been there for him. And it's like, no, this is, this is just desserts. Cad's just getting involved in, in, in Boba's life and trying to stop Boba from actually progressing, becoming a better person from trying to do what he's trying to do. Maybe Cad doesn't understand the angle because Cad doesn't have the same aspirations. Maybe Cad doesn't have, hasn't had the love shown to him from people like the Tuscans, right? Yeah. He's not had that family. It's like the twin now- sons thing all over again. Obi-Wan yeah. and Darth Maul. Darth Maul is still the same as he ever was, whereas Obi-Wan, like Boba Fett, has changed from yeah. when, from once what we once knew. Look what I've grown beyond or something like that. Something like says, that, yeah. Yeah. That kind and of vibe risen above, something like that, actually, I think it says. But yeah, it's, and I felt like that there was that synergy there between between that and uh man yeah i i i really really enjoyed the standoff and yeah i i hope cad is kind of dead but then <laughs> part of me is like well he's brought in last episode end of last episode and now he's dead <laughs> it's like all oh, right okay there is very much that as well i really there's wish that, that too right there's I that too, to come back but because i don't think he did anywhere near enough damage in this episode but right but then again Maybe he's we'll not seem bad batch yeah we've yeah he's 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 an old man now he's not going to be flying around um whooping fools but i did i did think well they've got cad now i i expected him to you know maybe take a mod or two out and just just show that he is the 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 big daddy but he he was he's an enforcer he was brought in to deal with boba and in that sense his beef was with boba and that's all he was hit there for so uh yeah so true but i would have liked to see more of cad bane because it's cad bane man and if he is gone then you know, thanks for your service to the Empire, not to the, the Empire, to the Galaxy, Cad. Thanks for everything you did, mate. That's it. That's it. Exactly. Exactly. Um, it was great. It was great. Now, meanwhile, a Rancor's on the loose. <laughs> King oh, Kong yeah. style. King Kong <laughs> style Um The visuals are incredible here. Yes. The visuals are incredible. I liked them. You know, you got the Rancor on like the, the Wii Tower. I was like, ah, oh, look, is that, that's got to be a King Kong reference, right? Oh, yeah. Surely, definitely. you know, yeah. it's just, it's so obvious. But it, I, yeah, I think it works really well. Mando tries to tame the Rancor, the big boy. And there's this great line, for, again, from Peli Motto, who's like, um, don't worry, kid, your old man's crafty. And <laughs> And like head. Mando's head just gets like stuck in 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 the Rangor's mouth, and she's like spoke too soon. Yeah. Like, again, <laughs> that was another scene where I was like, "Oh man, that's pretty funny. That's like some good time in there." Um, I, I liked it. It makes sense. And Mando's going to try and take control of the situation. At one point, I was like, "Is King Mando really going to be riding Rancor?" like dark saber ignited <laughs> like yeah. like what yeah. you said earlier like the rohan like in, in oh, lord mate. of the rings imagine that mate. About it, and then we're like nah <laughs> yeah <laughs> we're gonna get he, he lands on that roof and that rancor hulk smashes him through the floor i don't know how he didn't break every bone in his body then he tries to eat him or use yeah. him as a pacifier or something um but this is why this is why they've brought our, our baby back mate and i was for a minute i thought he's gonna get eaten but uh they mm. brought grogu back mm. into to show another force power 
similar to Ezra Bridges, like ability to commune, commune with animals. Grogu, it's, it's down to Grogu, the little, and they have that kind of juxtaposition with the big Rancor and the little, little Grogu. They have the shot to establish, you know, David versus Goliath almost. Um, but Grogu's not there to hurt the, harm the Rancor. He just shuts him down. He sends him to sleep. And he's like, do you know what? I've, I've had a long flight. I've, I've done a bit of walking. Used a bit mm. of force power. Probably have a little kip next to this, next to my new mate as well. So that was oh. sweet seeing Grogu having a little cuddle with the Rancor. But um, yeah, I mean, this is this is how the the series are going to go now. We've got Grogu there just in case he's not able to use the force all the time by the looks of it because it knackers him out. But I think they're going to use him sparingly, like they did in the end of chapter season one of Mando when he held the fire back and other things he's done as well on the mud horn. And I think they'll use his force power sparing. This is a moment where they had to use it. Yeah. I also think, did they had to, did they have to No. this scene was clearly written so they could, because you know, they're shooting at the rancor and yeah. winding them up. You know, they just didn't need to put that in. Yeah. <laughs> just don't put that in. And this scene doesn't exist, but um, I was fine with it though, mate. And I, I, I just thought the best part of it was Grogu having a little kip next to yeah. the rancor. Yeah. It up. I thought it was a sweet, it was sweet. And it shows us that um, little Grogs has, has maybe upped his force powers. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. I'd be, Look, I, he struggled with the mud horn. Well, no, he didn't, actually. He, he only kept him up for a certain amount of time, but here he looked more controlled. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So, I, again, I think you mentioned it earlier. I'd be interested to see what the timeline is here, to see how long has actually passed. Yeah. Um, because right stuff, now, my gut... Hey? He's remembering things like Luke said. Yes, yeah, true. But um, e- even even with that, I, maybe maybe they'll they'll dive into that a wee bit more in uh, season three of Mando. Um, yeah, and, and and that is the gist, isn't it? Really, they go back to the Pike headquarters, and you've got the Pike boss there, who's like, "Look, <laughs> we're going to pull out. We're going to pull out of Tatooine. This ain't worth it." They're like, "Well, it is a good place to do business." He's like, "What? Like half my guys just got shot or eaten by rancor?" How <laughs> is that like, for yeah. hospitality? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's it. That's it. And they're like, "Oh, there's someone at the door." And yeah. And what happens? Well, you know, yet another shootout. Oh, yes. A proper shootout. Kind of. I mean, one of the, the mayor gets um, hung. <laughs> but other than that, it's a proper assassination going down. And yet I was, I was like, okay, so that's how they're done. They're done with. Mm-hmm. That's it. Game over, and she's out. Yeah. Fennec yeah. literally just walks out, like bye. And I'm like, all right, okay. yeah. yeah. It, it, it felt like an afterthought to me, mate. I, I've got a mm. massive note on my notes. Where is Fennec Shand? Throughout all of this, where is Fennec Shand? She just mm. she goes on her speed and then she's off, but she's just gone for the whole episode. Now she and then she turns up and and then just shows her why she is a, the master assassin, and then even see her coming. So it was a cool scene, though. And, um, yeah, she, she takes out the pike boss. He's got green blood on her knife. I was like, oh, you know, because obviously they can't, they can't show blood in Star Wars, but they can, like, like the orcs in The Lord of the Rings, they, if it's this co- different colour they can do. So, they, you know, they had a bit of green goo on her knife. But, um, yeah, I, I like the scene, but I did make me think, oh, man, I, I miss Fennec throughout this because I think she could have yeah. handled some of this with a plomb. But, I get, but maybe, yeah. that was a pro- maybe that was a thing. Maybe if you have too many 
skilled warriors in, then they then Boba's squad is too OP, and Fennec's job was to find the pikes and kill them, and she does. But um, yeah, it's just kind of at the ending. It's like oh, Fennec kills them all. That's it. Then she walks off, like you say, like bye. And um, and that was is that it now? Is that is that the pikes gone from Tatooine? Uh, I guess so. Well, they, it's certainly they that, weren't going to stay around anyway because half of them got eaten by yeah. a rancor. No hospitality. That that Pike boss man, he's definitely like a goner. So oh, yeah. maybe maybe that's the, yeah, like you said, maybe that's it. They'll like it's just a warning sign for them or something. But um, yeah. Yeah, the and mayor's gone. Before, it's hungry. Before yeah. you know, yeah, everyone's just dead, and it's like, right, okay, that's done. She is a master assassin, I suppose, so it makes sense. But oh, from the boss, story, yeah. from a story perspective, it, it does feel just a bit out of the blue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't know. And then we're back before you know. Like you said, she runs away, and then we're back in Mos Espa, the streets of Mos Espa, and everyone's just celebrating, bowing to Boba. They're having a little <laughs> walk, yeah. Fennec and Boba. And everyone's just like, oh, and he's like, oh, we didn't have to do this with my right arm and stuff. And he's like, <laughs> you know, this kid comes, gives him some mylarum fruit. That's it. And uh, they meet up with the gang. You know, you've got Kasantan, you've got the mods there, Fennec, Boba. And they're like, oh, and he chucks like Kasantan the, the fruit. And then the mod guy's like, oh, you're not going to share any. <laughs> yeah. He gets a melon, why don't I? <laughs> yeah. And then <laughs> and it's like, it. right. And that's it. And that's like, okay. Like, okay. But but we've got to remember though the, the the key part the key takeaway though from this scene and genuinely is actually because I almost yeah. forgot even I've got it highlighted in yellow is um is Boba basically Boba says isn't he like I, I, I'm not sure we're built for this you know this because because he's bowing and they're being and their kids are coming up to him and giving him fruit and he looks at Fennec and his demeanor kind of changes and that's when he's like basically. I'm not entirely sure if this is where we belong. You know, I don't know if this is actually our calling or not. Um, and he's, and you know, who are you going to leave? Who are you going to leave the streets of Moss Esper to? And that's kind of left on a cliffhanger till later. But so this is what I was getting at earlier on with Cad Bane when he, you know, Boba kills Cad Bane. And in that moment, I think there's a realization in Boba that maybe, you know, this, he, he's not too far gone, but this will always be a part of him. And maybe, being the daimyo isn't his calling in life. I don't know what is, who knows, but I think that had something to do with it because then at the end, he's like, this isn't for us. I don't think this is for us. You know, this whole bowing and smiling, it's veneers mm. looking on point as well. And, and, and Fennec seemed to, you know, get that as well. She kind of gives him the, the sly look as if to say, I think you're right, mate. But at the same time, they did bring some, some kind of peace to the streets of Mos Espa. So this is his, short reign as daimyo where we cleared the crime laws and and he stopped the spice running so it ain't a bad shift yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) there's that there's that and it's like well this is what you've just fought for (laughs) you know and you're like i'm not sure if i'm maybe it is just self-doubt you know when a lot of people like they say that when someone like retires they're like oh i'm not sure if this is for me you know and they've been looking forward to it. they've been working towards retirement all their life and then yeah. by the end of it they're like do you know what this ain't it lads but you learn to accept it and you learn to do other things with that time you know you just get to know yourself better and maybe that's the point here that that boba's going to get to know himself a wee bit better um i like that really it ends with boba gaining family you know he's got he's got his guys around him he's got his friends around them and that's nice um but yeah, yeah it was it did it just felt 
it did feel just uh, it felt okay and i said that i went it's all right it's all right you know it's all right and then we get rushed mate it it, it did feel rushed for me it was they've had this Mm. big battle then immediately everything's back to me they're they're rebuilding everything and it's like nothing's happened and you know they of course they share they played share this is what happens in films and tv about people have a giggle together fine but you know he has got his family but then at the same time he's like you know i don't even know if we're going to stick around here anymore so Mm. again they're going to bring back the i'm sure that's a question that they're going to answer but at the same time depending on who's show running or directing i don't know if they will answer that particular question or not i felt i thought that was a very kind of abrupt way to end for me you know they they had this big battle and then the ending is like right let's have a fruit together and then that's it there's no there's no kind of moment with mando and boba where they're like thanks for your help mate there's nothing really like you don't really get that it's just oh we, 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 we've we run out of runtime. we've got to get through this we, we, you know we've had a, a load of sequences we've had to rush 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 and now we've got a rusty ending because the next scene is i was like is, is this it no it's just it's just it's mando and grogu hey it's cool but this is oh man this is like this is where it comes down to my me and my brain people are jumping through hoops horribly online to try and justify for me why the book of boba fett has included scenes entire episodes about our boy in it and and, and even even this season finale doesn't end with boba fett it ends with mando mm. and grogu it needed for me that scene you know they you could have had boba and mando giving each other a cuddle see you later mate and then they, they could yeah. have had that sweet moment it was a sweet moment of grogu banging on the glass i liked it but it needed to for me it's just the little yeah. things it why didn't it end on a shot of boba fett uh, or boba and fennec whatever it's little things where i'm like i know you're setting up i know you're crossing the streams and you're setting things up for other shows and everything's intertwined but i just feel like even in this final shot the focus wasn't on boba yeah yeah i know what you mean I know what you mean because this is this really is Mando season two point five kind of, and they did say that I get that, but but then uh, it's not called that, <laughs> you know, no. it's not called that, and yeah, I, I you can say it in interviews all you want, you can say lots of things in interviews, and I know Robert Rodriguez said a lot of things on the lead up to book of boba fett he said every episode is it's it's gonna have a major surprise, you know the series is going to blow your mind you know and i think there's some i don't know there's some 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 queries i have with that you know there's a little (laughs) bit of i don't know what what happened to the twins they really just (laughs) i held out there that's what i said the other week when i was like the twins and they were sick i loved seeing the twins but mate Mm -hmm. i'm I'm assuming we're gonna see them in 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 future stories surely surely that has to happen because yeah what part of me thought now they're going to be back they're tricking they're tricking everyone you know they're 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 in on it and everyone they're going to turn up they're working with the pikes or maybe they're like the third faction yeah and that didn't that didn't happen and um what i will say the credit to this show is that it didn't rely on, and this isn't always a bad thing, right? In in the case of Mandalorian season two, I think it was the perfect thing, but this show didn't necessarily lean on or rely on a cameo or like a super crowd pleaser. It was, it was, 
everything from the series, particularly the Boba episodes, led to this battle. Now, yep. whether whether you liked it or agreed to certain details of it, well, that's a different conversation. But you, you have to admire that this is, in some ways, this finale is quite contained. But then there are those scenes with Mando that kind of, I won't say spoil it because I don't. I don't think they do. But um, for the most part, it was it was very much a contained little story. Um, mm-hmm. No, I agree with that, mate. I, I, I said know. the same. I said the same about One uh, Division when that came out, and I was really pleased with that series because towards the end, the um, <clears throat> the internet was get, obviously getting very excited. The speculation, same. Every fandom has it. The speculation: who's going to show up? Are we going to get this person? This person, Mephisto. Is Patrick Stewart going to turn up as Xavier and all that? And no, yeah. what they did was they they had the courage to stick with the characters that they had set up in that in yeah. that six or eight episode run, whatever. So the ending was Wanda against uh, Agnes, whatever her name was, Agatha. Um, I can't remember her name. Um, that's it. No, no, Agatha. That's it. It's one of those. So and that that was it, and it was underwhelming with some. However, they they that's what they set up, and you know I've said that about the sequels. I kind of wish that this finale had been Ray versus Cut or something where they'd they lent more on the characters they created, but I, I yeah. kind of disagree with you there, mate. You know, everyone wanted, um, Bosk, Han Solo. I thought Kira would show up. I, that's I'm guilty of that, but she didn't, but I'm not disappointed, but that's yep. us yep. putting our expectations on what they did. You're right. It's a, it's a used to characters that they'd set up and they, uh, including the mods, which they, you know, they couldn't have known what the reaction was going to be, but they were there for the whole time. Um, cause Santa was brought in. They were there for a reason. They ran with it. They, I, I, I think you're spot on, mate. They didn't need Han Solo or Bosk or Forlom to turn up and have those kind of huge moments where we're like, ah, the Luke Skywalker moment. We didn't need that. And I think people may, mm. may be disappointed by that. But I think given the criticism this show has taken, and from me as well at times, it is a really refreshing ending that they just went, they stuck to their guns and relied on the characters that they brought in. Yeah, yeah, and that that's where it comes down to the 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 ideas, the themes can be there, but not always, mate. By our favourite word, not always the execution is there. No, yeah, that's it. That is exactly it's, it's because story I, first, story second for me. I th- I do think on paper this kind of works. On paper, this does, but it it, it, it it lacks, I think, finesse. And I'm looking forward to probably giving it another rewatch, probably rewatching a few of the other other episodes too. And in the coming weeks and shows that we're going to do, you know, this ain't it, folks. Like, we ain't done talking about Book of Boba Fett, right? We, 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 we want to carry on talking about this. And I'm looking forward to... to really digesting it more more as a finished product now like we've had one to seven mm-hmm. what what needed to be improved what was missing in the middle bits so, you know all of that and really just sitting on it sitting on it let it let it savor and um also seeing what the consequences of this will be too because there, there will be like with every story consequences has a negative context but consequences of the story right in the true sense of the meaning but um yeah it's it's interesting i I did think mate at the end of the day i didn't i didn't leave this episode this morning going man that was that was stellar that was Mm -hmm. 10 out of 10 spoiler i don't think it's 10 out of 10 Mm -hmm. um and and I, i think that's a bit of a shame but i don't know man i don't know 
Yeah. Hard one, isn't it? It is. And yeah, I know we're going to dive into it more, but the book of Boba Fett was, for me, it was clearly the experiment. I think it was. This was being used as an experiment to see how well they can connect this Favreau and Filoni verse. Uh, and at times it didn't fully work or it, uh, the structure was very, very strange, which I think hampered the finale. I think had, look, I love chapter five and six, probably my two favorite episodes of uh, Star Wars TV. But now we've got, we always said, let's wait, just let's wait to get to the end of chapter seven to see where we're at. What, what yep. questions get answered and bliss, bliss that and the other. The, for me, my feeling coming out was I wish chapter five or six had been a Boba Fett story where they're, where they're setting this up or they, or the war begins in one of those chapters and it continues throughout this. So it's a bigger thing because mm. I felt like they rushed this. I felt like there was too much. They had to try and cram him. They rushed it. The angle, like even Cad Bane's like, what are you doing here, mate? Uh, and mm. at the end, you know, they kind mm-hmm. of hint that Boba Fett doesn't want to be doing this anymore. And the post credit scene would seem to back that up. We'll mention that. Yeah. But, um, it, I feel like that they had, they, the, yeah, you're right. It's, it's how well they stitched together. And I, I think that they had a few missteps along the way, which did damage the finale. Hey, look, it was action. I wanted action and I got action. I wanted Boba, um, being a BA. And for the most part, he was, but I still don't think Boba was the focus of this episode. I genuinely don't think as soon as you get Grogu turning up, that, you know, that takes away some of the, some of the focus. Mando's there. That takes away some of the focus. They, they, we always knew they were going to be there as part of the team, part of the squad. But I felt like I still don't feel like Boba was front and center in this episode. Other than when he came in on the rancor, there wasn't that many. There wasn't that many moments where Boba was standing up and being like, "I'm the, I'm the daimyo, I'm the man." It was always mm. as part of the team. The rancor bit mm. was great. You know, this, this is Boba riding in to save his people. This is great. But I still don't think Boba Fett as a character was given his time or due in in this episode. And I bet there are people out there saying, look, he the, he went to war, he rode a rancor, he took out Cad Bane, you know. Is there, what else can this dude do? And I'm not saying that wasn't cool. Yeah, the Cad Bane thing was great. And that's what I've said. This is his moment to ascend now. You know, he's, he's, he's pretty much done with his past. But then is he? Because he's, he's kind of cast out on all of his intentions for the last six episodes of being the daimyo which I'm interested, like you say, to see what's going to happen. What's the fallout going to be? You're going to have a little think on that and, you know, what could potentially happen? Because the question was, was there going to be a season two? A lot of people have been asking, has it set up for a season two? I've said that there absolutely needs to be a season two. But now the way that they've ended this with the war's over and everything's happy and they're eating fruit. So I don't even know if there needs to be. But the mm-hmm. post credit scene, mate, mm-hmm. very short one. I-, I think people will be annoyed at that. I wasn't. Short post credit scene. Of a, of a back to tank couldn't first i was like right and he, he's he's the flashback we're going to get a flashback of some sort yeah but uh basically Cobranth is in there and thundercat the the mod repairer is there so Cobranth's going to get a couple of uh upgrades to his shooting arm and that's it so they, they basically say who, who would you leave moss esper to they don't say who it would be the next scene is Cobranth. so i think yes. they're setting up Cobranth to be the marshal of moss esper or the big the big daddy and if there is a season two, it would follow Boba and Fennec, but they can also go back to Tatooine and see Cobb Vamp. So I think well, they have set up a season. One of, one of the things that I got from that is that, yeah, you're setting up future, um, yeah, like a future story, a future story, plot yeah. for, for, for Cat, um, uh, Cobb Vamp. 
to be the new Marshall or mu, mu, new Daimyo even. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I thought, mate, was that, well, for Mando season three, maybe for a certain battle that needs to go down, maybe a battle for Mandalore or something like that, Mando has his reinforcements. He's got like a small, a small battalion that he can call upon in the form of Boba, Fennec, the mods, Kassantan. Right, he yep. has these allies on Tatooine, Tatooine, um, and that's what I got from it. That's what I got from it, and that that while they're away, you could have Cobb Vanth kind of looking after the the, the joint as a as a Terminator. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because they they shot him in his shooting arm, so yeah. I'm guessing they're gonna he's gonna have like a bionic shoulder or something, unless they're gonna. Well, you know the super arm. battle droids. You know the super battle <laughs> yeah, droids where yeah, they yeah. have the guns on their rear. It's just gonna be one of those robot yeah, arm guns. It's just gonna be absolute like a mental job, mate. Mental. Well, that, well, they'll, they'll give him a red arm, and Boba won't recognize him, and Cobb will yeah. say, oh, "You obviously didn't recognize me because of my red arm." Who's this? Maybe throw that in there. Yeah, who is who's this? this? Who's this geezer? Um, no, Man, it's, it's our boy, our boy Cobb's coming back. But to me, at the end, Boba Fett—he might as well have just said, "Pack your things, we're leaving." That's the vibe I got from this episode. Mm. Is that they're off? They're not. They're not sticking around, mate. Um, but so that is that's the season finale, mate. I, 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 there's a lot of questions that have come from it. A lot of questions unanswered. A lot of satisfying moments. Some which for me weren't. Uh, and some which I just wish weren't in there, mm. but like you said, we've mm. got to. But we've always said it since episode one. We'll be transparent. We'll be honest. Um, I may have come across as extremely negative in this. I'm not. I still enjoyed this episode, but yeah. there were things in it that <laughs> rankled me uh, through during it. But there was a lot I did like. I liked seeing Din and Boba team up. I loved seeing uh, Boba on the Rancor wrecking shop. Cad Bane was great in this. I thought he was really good. I didn't. Yeah. I thought the mods stepped up in this. Um, Cassantin, I thought I wish you'd seen more of Cassantin. I liked the duel between Cad and Boba. Uh, I think what's her name, Melly, uh, Melly, Pelly Motto added, and the Major Domo added a little bit of Star Wars levity, which I think was necessary and required. So there was an awful lot in this I, I did like. It's just I, I'm still wondering about where we're going or the direction of the show as a whole, the series. You know what? What do we learn from this? So. Um, I'm going to sit and have a little think about that, big boy. Yeah, me too, mate. Me too. You know what? I think that for me, mate, I'm I'm going to let it digest. I'm going to sit on it. You know, go have a nap. Mm, <laughs> take, it, lunch. take it all in. Take it all in. But um, it's not perfect. It's not perfect, but I've still thoroughly enjoyed it. I've still thoroughly enjoyed the series. Mm-hmm. I've enjoyed getting up, watching this, doing the recaps, getting new Star Wars, new details. There's so much to love in this story. I just think for me, the the landing wasn't quite there for what I was looking for. And I'm mm-hmm. sure for many people, this will work very well. Um, maybe we were putting too much on the finale. Maybe in our heads, like and Matty Boyd, you were saying you you were you were adamant, really, there was going to be a season two. I and was. I, I was on the fence about it. I was like, well, we'll see how it ends. We'll see. So I wasn't expecting that. I've never expected a season two. I don't think we'll get a season two. I'm not. I'm not too sure. But I, I never went into this thinking, oh, you know, there's that. So with both 
like God, I mentioned that at the beginning, we've both gone in with expectations and not many of those have really um, come to fruition. But mm -hmm. what has come to fruition are things that we didn't want. You know, things like <laughs> Grogan, the Grogan-Mando reunion. Um, and I'll be honest, for me, it is some of the direction. Some of the direction doesn't work. It doesn't work for me. And uh, Matty Boy, I, I, I have enjoyed this, but I'm not a fan of Robert Rodriguez in Star Wars. I'm not. That's me. I'm going to say that right now. No, I think I agree with you. I like, I like, I like Bobby Rod's films, and I like. I think he's a. He seems like a genuine dude, uh, and I like pretty much most of his films from way back to El Mariachi onwards. But uh, sometimes it fits. Sometimes we, we've seen Bryce Dallas Howard seems to. She seems to get it. Seems to get it. So far is a win. Deborah Chow seems to get it. To so much so that she's got her own show. Within a, as um, Bobby Rod has got his own show. But it doesn't always work, and the best, the best episodes were each, for the most part. I think the consensus is the ones which weren't directed by Bobby Rod, and sometimes it happens. You know, sometimes if it seems like a good fit, and maybe it doesn't quite work. Maybe it was down to how this show was structured. Maybe it was down to there being the planning was there, but there was like I've said, maybe they lent too hard on the le the legend of Boba Fett. And thought they could get away with a bit more than they could, uh, and I think maybe they crossed the streams far too much. Like, yeah, they said it was Mando two point five, but you know, call it that. I think I saw it might have been our boy Fletzer said, you know, had it been called the Mandalorian colon the Book of Bola Fett, th no, no issue with that. What's it changes? It recontextualizes everything if they class it as a Mandalorian spin off, like the Mandalorian colon the Book of Boba Fett. Then, then everything, all these cameos and all these other episodes appearances, sorry, work because they've said up top, this is a Mandalorian spin-off completely. Uh, so you're going to see characters from that show, but they didn't. And that's been a bit of a problem. Uh, can I put all that down on Bobby Rod? Nope. There's also Favreau and Filoni and everybody else involved. But my overall thoughts on the season yep. was I have enjoyed it. I, I, I really, I, I missed, I wanted more of Boba and Fennec. I missed them. I, I realized how much I really enjoyed the first four episodes when it was, them the focus of the show was them and what's happening what they were setting up and then it deviated of course and then we ended up here at the um the climax of what's was being set up i just feel like there's a few steps missing in between but i did like the season i did i would happily rewatch as i'm looking forward to rewatching it and i did like the finale i did like the finale it just didn't blow me away but i didn't go in expecting to see everyone i, I, mm. I did think kira was going to show up or they'd mention crimson dawn uh, Han Solo was always the was always the outside shot. Would it have been cool? I don't know because it would have been that cameo moment that you mentioned. So I don't mind that they use the tools at their disposal. I just think that there's lessons to be learned here, which we'll dive into, mate. But overall, mate, I enjoyed the season. Can't can't disagree, can't say that whatsoever. It's given us some of the best Star Warsy moments we've had. So uh, what about your rating then, mate? We always end with a rating out of ten. So what are you giving us? Right, so ratings um, out of 10. We're at that part. We're at the spiciest part, what everyone wants to know. Like I said earlier, this isn't going to be a 10 out of 10. And what you, with what you were saying, there are highs and lows. Um, there's a lot to love in this episode, but there's also sometimes it, it feels like a lack of structure, a bit like the series. For me, this episode really demonstrates the series itself. Like it, it, it's a, it's a mirroring of what happened with the book of Boba Fett um, and this season. So for me, mate, I think 
because this is the finale as well, you do expect something. You expect either a, a solid conclusion, a happy ending, or a, a beefy cliffhanger, mm-hmm. right? That's usually what you get with the finale, an ending. And I don't feel like we got that, um, really. We kind of got a story concluded and that's about it and yeah but like you said we're gonna dive into that in future episodes right now mate i'm leaning toward 6.5 out of 10 okay okay 6.5 out of 10 i think i think so let me make a note of that Got okay. It. Are we locking okay. that in? Are you gonna Lock- think about it? Are you locking yeah, it in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lock that. I'm, I'm, I can't wait to hear what you reckon. What do you reckon, buddy? That would actually put this as your least favorite episode of the season. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. I think. I think uh, you're right when you say as well because we don't know that there's a season two. You, the there was an expectation that they maybe would go out on a on a high or you know tying up as many loose ends as possible. And I didn't quite get that which is a shame. So for yeah, me, sure. I'm going to give uh, this episode a, I'm going to give it a seven and a half out of 10 um, because uh, for many reasons, it was a season finale. Did it wow me? Not entirely, but there was great moments in it, but I had still got a lot of questions and issues surrounding things. So I'm going to give it a 7.5, which isn't the, which isn't, no, it's not the lowest for me. It, oh, I think it's the second lowest. So, which is a, uh, deb- whether that's debatable or not, but again, <laughs> sit down and marinate with these, but I think that's where I'm going to go. The highest I could go for this is, I mean, eight seems high, 7.7 no, no. maybe, but I'm going to stick for 7.5 for mine, mate, which gives me an average score of 8.3 for the season. And if yours is locked in, your average is 7.89. Oh, that makes sense. So, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm happy with that. Not, not, <laughs> I'm 7.89, 7.8.3. We're only half a mark off or whatever that is. So we're not far yeah. off each other's scores. I think I was a bit higher on it than yourself um, yeah. on yeah. it. But um, yeah, yeah I, I think it's a good finale. I think the season was fun. Listen, mate, we've got live action Star Wars. We've got loads of new cool things coming out of it. So Star Wars fans will always be the winner in that sense. Yeah. Absolutely, mate. Absolutely. There's always filth to take away from this. And this is only the beginning, mate. We got years to dwell on this, years to digest this. Think of all the videos, mate. I'm kind of dreading them. I'm dreading the response. I'm like, what's it going to be? No, I'm joking. Don't let it get to you. If you loved it, you loved it. If you didn't enjoy it, that's fine too, you know? And there is something that it is a spectrum right? I know that's not the most overused saying ever, but it is a spectrum. You don't like, it's not just a matter of love or hate. You know, you can love bits of it and go, but you know what? That didn't work for me. So I'm looking forward to chatting more about that, buddy. But there we go. Book of Boba Fett recap. Season. always a bigger fish. (laughs) That's it. It's always a bigger fish. But I'm I'm like, it's a shame because I've loved I love doing all the recaps. Obviously, any chance I get to speak to Blalo Ren is is a joy to behold. But uh, so it's going to be a shame to not have to do the recaps for at least a few months until the next live action show comes out. But um, that's it then, mate, for our book of Boba Fett recap. We like Lukey Boy said we'd love to hear your thoughts on this. Did it work for you? Did it not work for you? In the middle, you know, we'd love to see if anything that we've said has worked for you, or if you disagree, let us know. We'd love to chat. We know what we're, we know what we're all about. Uh, but that is that for the final recap of the book of Boba Fett. Unless there's a season two, but the fun doesn't end there. 
no one's ever really gone where can the world find us master blywalker they can find us at starwarsessions.co.uk search for us on social media and get involved in the conversation on twitter instagram facebook tiktok the lot will be there just search star wars sessions uh drop us a voice note we love voice notes maybe reactions to the series or a message to our email address hello there at starwarsessions.co dot uk and if you want to support the show further check out patreon.com forward slash star wars sessions there's loads of new bonus juicy content on there from only two dollars a month two dollars less than a cup of coffee or a decent burger i'm not even a decent burger an average a mid burger two dollars a month come on bargain bargain mate and also cheeky shout out to our discord our discord is lit it's like a massive um group chat we got a spoiler chat on there. I know people right now are going crazy on that. I've not looked at it, but I'm looking forward to diving in to see what the guys think of it. But give us a message and we can send you to the, the, the link to that. So there we go. Yep, what that guy said. Uh, we're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google, Audible, Amazon Podcasts every podcast provider in the galaxy you go there you're going to find us and if you do enjoy what we're doing here please consider leaving us a five star rating or and review uh on the show which now includes spotify you can do it on there as well and thank you to all who have jumped on the spotify train uh, five stars really helps the show grow it introduces new listeners mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. another way for us to hear from you guys each and every week man the responses on spotify have been fantastic apple podcast very very grateful for each and every one of those and please tell all your star wars friends about us tell your mum tell your dad tell your mates tell your cats tell little grogu somehow he returned tell your ewok tell your cousin the more the merrier the castle spicier yep tell little boba (laughs) this is the podcast that you're looking for so until next time from me see ya and from luke yep (laughs) may the force be with you always and don't forget guys about those shootouts a proper shootout exactly (laughs) exactly i want to ride a rancor we're going on holiday now like a panther